Hi, and welcome to Take Some Time Off with me, your host, Maeve. I am an educator, a yoga teacher, and a wellness advocate who recently quit her job in New York City and moved across the country to Salt Lake City, Utah to take some time off. This podcast explores what it means to use my time productively and offers weekly suggestions for mindful and meaningful uses of your time too. Stay tuned. Well, folks, today I am coming to you live from my hobby room. Yep, you heard it. I have a hobby room. And within my hobby room, I have a desk, a bulletin board, and something I like to call a sacred space. In my sacred space, I have some crystals that I sort of believe work and also just like to think do. I have a candle. I have a Buddha figurine as well as a Buddha um, painting. I have some of my uh, meditation books and journals. And then I have a little guy called a vision board. Today, we're going to talk about vision boards. I'll tell you about mine, and we'll talk about why it's a really good idea to make one, especially before the new year. Meow. So you may have heard of a vision board. It's certainly uh, very popular in the wellness, new agey, hokey pokey um, wisdom of millennials. Um, but I actually really believe that vision boards work. So let me tell you a little bit about what mine looks like, and then I'm going to walk you through some tips to make your own. So I created my vision board last December, so almost exactly a year ago today, and I did it at a um, workshop with um, a popular blogger, Um, Her name is Jules. She's at Om in the City on Instagram. And she's kind of, um, she's a big inspiration to me. And I went to her workshop. There were about 15 of us there. And we all were strangers. But we brought supplies to make a vision board. Like poster boards, magazines, scissors. Um, We started off with a group meditation and um, kind of a, a, a loose discussion about intentions. And then we all set to work really individually creating these boards. Though I'd never done something like that before. And to be honest, I felt I have always written out goals. And I felt like that was a more effective and concrete way to accomplish something. So every year since I was like in fifth grade, I've written out what I want to do. Whether it's like get a 4.0 or you know, run a eight minute mile or, oh, faster than that though, come on. Um, Or, um, you know, more recently visit two new countries, you know, that kind of thing. Um, But I didn't quite understand why kind of creating a loose vision or using visuals would be more or differently effective. So anyway, I kind of just went along with it. I got a lot of photos out of magazines um, and I wrote a couple things on my board, uh, my own, 
But afterwards, I was very pleasantly surprised with kind of the attachment, the um, the almost like connection that I felt to what I had placed on this little piece of cardboard. Um, and since then, what's pretty remarkable is that I have noticed so distinctly that my year has gone down the path of what I put on that board. So let me walk you through it. Top of my board uh, is the word feminism in big block letters. Um, since I put that on my board, uh, most recently I have created a feminist book club in my new city of residence, Salt Lake City, that has been totally fulfilling and sustaining to me, um, something I never would have thought that I did, would do. Um, I also have on there a little quote about paying attention, and I think I have gotten uh, exponentially more mindful in the past year. Um, I have two big words, progress and persistence, and I think those two words I probably sum up a lot of people's years, but I feel like an accurate representation of mine. Um, I have a couple of things that are pretty goofy. Like I had a picture of a cat thinking, well, maybe I'll get a cat, but like really not thinking that would actually happen. And since then, I have acquired not one, but two darling kitties um, in the past couple of months. I also picked out, there was somebody brought like this kind of artistic, mythical sort of magazine. I had a lot of beautiful artwork and drawings of like fairies and flowers and um, really interesting. But I, I was really drawn to this picture of a kind of almost like ethereal looking woman with long um, blonde hair and one green eye and one blue eye. So throughout the year, as I place my vision board in a place where I see it all the time, which I'll talk to you about in a bit, um, I've kind of meditated on what that means to me and that picture means to me. I think some of it has to do with like understanding duality and um, kind of keeping yourself grounded in both the past, the present, and the future. Um, But also, my cat that I just adopted, uh, Margo, has one green eye and one blue eye. And I do think whether or not, you know, it's a coincidence or synchronicity, um, I think it's pretty sweet. And the other thing I had on there, oh, I have a little phrase that said, like, new look from, like, you know, a beauty magazine. And about two weeks after that, I just kind of randomly decided to cut off all of my hair, like, eight inches. Um, so I emerged with a new look. Um, and another one there says, get outside. And this other quote, um, fear is always with us, but we just don't have time for it. Not now. And I think the biggest way that those two pieces of my vision board have manifested in my life is that I moved to Salt Lake City, Utah from New York. And I definitely did not have that in mind in December of last year when I made this, but um, I think the idea of getting outside and doing something scary regardless of your fear um, definitely stuck with me throughout this year. So anyway, that was my vision board. I'll post a picture on my Instagram account so you can see it at the and the city. Um, But I 
was shocked at the effectiveness of what can seem um, to be maybe a slightly superficial activity. But um, turns out, I did a little research, and there's actually some science and a lot of um, support for visualization. So let me tell you a little bit about that before we dig into how you can make your own board. So what's the science behind visualization? Well, there's actually a lot of research about the power of visualization, and you might be familiar with a lot of professional athletes who famously visualize their sport before they play it. So Jack Nicklaus famously said, I never hit a shot, not even in practice, without a very sharp, in-focus picture of it in my head. Um, and recent studies of the brain, which uh, we're getting more and more familiar with in science, um, show that your brain cannot detect the difference between a real memory and one that's imagined. So when you make something up in your head and relive it over and over again, your brain thinks that you're actually having those experiences, which will then increase your confidence and perhaps even your ability to do those tasks. Um, there was a crazy study done in Ohio at the Cleveland Clinic Foundation where they had people um, go to the gym to do like a certain set of muscle building workouts and they had another group of people who just sat and visualized like a mental image of all of the same workouts and the difference obviously people who went to the gym um, increased more in their muscle mass um, it was about 30 percent increase in their uh, muscle mass but people who just visualized it increased their muscle mass by 13%. Pretty wild. Um, There's also this other cool anecdote about um, a man named Natan Sharansky who spent nine years in prison in the USSR um, when he was accused of spying. Pretty cool. Um, and while he was there, he said that he played mental chess every day just kind of to keep his brain going. And uh, he wanted to get better and better at chess. And once he got out, he actually became the world champion chess player. Um, so there's a lot of science behind the power of visualizing what you want to happen before it happens. It increases your confidence. It increases, um, it lowers your fear. It can help make new skills develop faster because you're already mentally practicing those skills um and in general it can just help you feel and be more successful so in that context it's not so surprising that a vision board where you visualize and then concretely um produce images of exactly what you want to happen could potentially lead you to meet those goals. So now that I've maybe only partially, but still hopefully a little bit convinced you that vision boards work, um, how do you make your own? Well, I'll give you a few tips and then I hope you get out there and do it. So now that you know that you can just 
imagine that you're working out and increase your muscle mass by 13%. I hope that you're convinced that making a vision board compiled of images that represent where you want to be in the next year can really set you up for success. So how do you make one? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, The first thing that I would recommend you do before you even start looking at pictures and all of that is to take some time to reflect. So maybe for you that's journaling, maybe it's talking with a friend about your past year, what's gone well, what's been hard, what you want to get better at. Um, Maybe it's just a question that you have in your mind for a week or so before you really commit to setting down your goals on paper. Um, But however it is, I recommend that you reflect and I am hoping to do some sort of like reflection podcast for you um, around New Year's because that is one of my favorite times to check in with myself and where I want to be and where I have been in the past year. Um, But anyway, after you reflect on how your year has gone, and please be kind to yourself because I'm sure you did a lot of amazing stuff in the past year, um, then get really specific. What do you want? right? Like what do you really want? And don't be afraid to be completely clear about what it is. Like maybe it's a job that pays $57,000 a year, or maybe it's, um, like a certain pair of shoes, right? I don't know. Um, but you are more than entitled to ask for exactly what you want to happen. Um, So be specific, and if it's really aligned with your heart and your soul, I believe that it'll happen. Anyway, so be really specific about what you want, and then you're going to just look for images that represent that. So for example, if my goal is to get a PhD in education from Stanford University, then I might just print out the emblem of Stanford University and like the education program and put it on my board. Um... But sometimes you don't always have specific goals like that in mind. I know that I did not this past year. Um, And so that's why I think looking through magazines or like perusing the internet can be really helpful because it kind of gives you a broader view, you kind of zoom out. It allows you to imagine a wide range of things that you maybe didn't even realize you've been hoping for. So for me, it was like the picture of a kitty. Like I wasn't looking to put a cat on my little vision board, but I did. And then I got one. Um, I don't think I would have written the words like be outside or get outside um, on my own, but I found that phrase. It spoke to me. I put it on there and now I'm moving to like one of the most beautiful outdoor outdoorsy cities in the U.S. Um, So allow yourself to be creative and think outside the box about what you might want. And I think browsing through magazines can be a great way to do that. Um, You can also make a digital version of a vision board. I think that's good to know, especially if you are a very green person. Um, so you can look on Pinterest or Google and you can make, um, a vision board there. You can make one in Google docs, just like copying and pasting photos. Um, either way I think is like equally effective. Um, the other thing that you can do when you're thinking about your vision is think about how you want to feel, right? Because isn't that just as important as what we want to accomplish? If you meet a bunch of goals, but you feel like shit while you're doing it, then why did you even meet those goals, right? 
So maybe you'll want to take some time to think about how you want to feel in the next year and then find pictures that represent that. So for example, I'm looking right now at a photo of my partner and I at a Halloween party. And I think at that moment I was feeling kind of light, optimistic, um, joyful. That's definitely a feeling I want to carry out into 2019. So maybe I'll just put that picture of something that already happened, a memory, on my bolt, on my vision board to remind me of that feeling that I want to keep and sustain throughout the next year. So first, set your goals, make your visions. They can be super, super specific. They can be about feelings. They can be unexpected. Like you're like, why am I putting this on my board? But if it speaks to you, put it on there because you just don't know sometimes what your heart is asking for. Um, and then step two would be to get those pictures together and put them on your board. You can use like a poster board. I just got some canvas boards that were on sale at Blick, um, which I think will be nice for this year. And when you're actually sitting around to get the pictures, cut them out, glue them on, arrange them, um, I recommend like setting the mood for that. So maybe lighting some candles, drinking some tea or wine. Maybe you want to invite some friends over and kind of share in that experience together because I think it can be a really powerful one to do with people that you trust. Um, And maybe then you can also kind of combine your visions or um, reflect together and hold yourselves accountable once you have made your vision. So it could be fun to have a little vision boarding party. Um, If you have one, invite me, please. Um, and like I said, your vision board can be digital. So, uh, if you'd rather, if you're like not a craftsy person and that feels overwhelming to you, then just look at pictures online and paste them. That's just, that's great. Um, so make your vision board, right? That's step number two. And then step number three is to make sure that you encounter it every single day. So I mentioned that I have this sacred space. Um, If you are interested, I can share about that a bit more. But basically, my sacred space is where I go every day to meditate. I do yoga in that area. It's just like a little sliver of my room. Um, But that's where I put my vision board. So every day, I sit down to meditate, and I look at what I had set for myself as a vision for 2018. So that in itself is super powerful that every day I am consciously and mindfully encountering my visions as I sit down and prepare for the day. Maybe you have a sacred space, you can place yours there um, or where you like pray or journal. Um, Maybe you want to put it someplace like your bathroom, um, like on your mirror, if that's something that you'll check in with every day. Um, Maybe in the morning is a good place or above your bed. Um, But make sure that you encounter it every day. Uh, and I think there's a lot of science plus like a lot of just kind of intuitive wisdom about why that makes sense. But when I was thinking about that, I've thought a lot about Julia Cameron's book, The Artist's Way, and this word that she uses, um, that has really stuck with me, which is synchronicity. Synchronicity is the idea that once you kind of put an idea out there, it starts to you start to see it everywhere and little things start to line up to push you towards that idea so I think this happens like in a really mundane way for people all the time like for example you order 
a pair of jeans from a brand that you hadn't heard of before. For example, Everlane, an ethically sourced, sustainable brand that I recommend you check out. <laughs> anyway, you're looking at the Everlane website, you pick out this pair of jeans, and then you walk out the street and you see like three different people that day wearing clothes from Everlane. I think obviously those things, those people were already there before. I don't think that they necessarily like popped in to your eyesight because you bought pants. Um, but, but your brain is, is more ready to see them. Right. And I think the same thing can be true with your goals and your visions. So if every day you're looking at a picture of a kitty, um, then that intention and that, um, goal is going to be closer to the forefront of your brain. So when you see a little poster that says like adopt this cat, right, then it's easier for you to say yes. Um, and Julia Cameron talks a lot about that, um, about synchronicity and how it can work for you, but just make sure that you're encountering your vision every day, that you're reminding yourself every day that you have a purpose, you have something that you're working towards, and you're going to make it happen. Oh yeah. One final note on vision boards and synchronicity. I wanted to read a quote from Julia Cameron's book, The Artist's Way. Uh, she writes, In my experience, the universe falls in with worthy plans, and most especially with festive and expansive ones. I have seldom conceived a delicious plan without being given the means to accomplish it. Understand that the what must come before the how. First choose what you would do, then the how usually falls into place. And she quotes um, W.H. Murray in his book, The Scottish Himalayan Expedition, where he writes, Until one is committed, there is hesitancy, the chance to draw back, always in effectiveness. Concerning all acts of initiative or creation, there is one elementary truth, the ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans, that the moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. All sorts of things occur to help one that would otherwise never have occurred. A whole stream of events is issues from the decision, raising in one's favor all manner of incidents and meetings and material assistance, which no man would have believed would have come his way. And just in case you were still not sure about setting those really big and beautiful and festive visions for 2019, I wanted to read you one of my favorite poems to close out today. Um, This is called Our Deepest Fear by Marianne Williamson. And I think it speaks to the fact that we are more powerful than we could ever imagine. And when we set our mind to big, beautiful goals, Uh, we meet them. So here's what she writes, our deepest fear. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your plain small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. 
And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we're liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So, my dear friends and listeners, go out there, set your visions, and let your beautiful light shine. And I promise you, the universe will meet you where you are and make it happen. Wait a second. I can't leave without our new segment of Take Some Time Off. Who can relate? Woo! (laughs) Um, In this segment, we address a problem, a common uh, ailment that might be affecting me or somebody else. And we try to understand where we're coming from and problem solve. So nobody, thanks internet, um, submitted any problems for this week. So I have one. It's cold season. It's flu season. And I have been pummeled with like snot, basically, in all of my crevices. (laughs) So I want to share with you one thing that I have been doing religiously and I really do believe in, and maybe you will too. That is apple cider vinegar. I am obsessed with apple cider vinegar. You can buy it anywhere that food is sold, but um, I like the Bragg's kind. It's called B-R-A-G-G, Bragg's. Um, They make organic apple cider vinegar, and I just trust them. Um, But apple cider vinegar is used for tons of different things. I mean, you can use it in cooking. You can use it on your face. Actually, my dearest friend, Catherine, first told me about it because she uses it on her face, um, and it has, like, relieved a lot of acne. Um, you can swallow, like, a spoonful in the morning. It's supposed to help with weight loss, vitality, like, energy. Um, I actually use a couple of spoonfuls in a glass of hot water, sometimes with lemon, every morning. And what I find that it does is it starts my digestion right as soon as I wake up so that by the time I eat breakfast I'm good to go and I feel like the food is not just sitting in me it's like flowing if you catch my drift um but also with a cold I find that the you know bit of toxicity to the acidic quality of apple cider vinegar and not the toxicity when I swallow apple cider vinegar I feel that it clears my pathways a bit so I just notice like I wake up a lot of times with like gunk in my throat and I drink apple cider vinegar and I feel a lot of relief so that's my number one tip for cold season thanks for tuning into this segment of who can relate Woo! I hope next week we'll have some questions from you the fans um so that we can all relate to you too Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Take Some Time Off today with me, your host, Maeve. Um, If you enjoyed it, please, please, please leave a five-star rating or I mean like a four-star, whatever you feel compelled to do on um, Apple or wherever you get your podcasts and um, check out the other episodes if you haven't already. I think this is episode four or five already. Um, I'm loving making these for you. I want them to be really helpful. So if you have anything you want to talk about, hit me up, um, on anchor, you can leave me a voice message. Um, 
or you can check me out on Instagram and message me there at vegan, like vegan, the city, uh, vegan, the city. Maybe I should change that so it's something more accessible. <laughs> um, anyway, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you get a chance to make a vision board before the new, the new year. And I truly believe that everything you wish for can and will come true in time. Bye.